What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Our Lives in Medicine. This episode features third-year medical student Ruben Horace. Ruben is a former varsity track athlete turned medical student who was once told, you'll never make it into medical school, just give up now. Luckily, he kept grinding despite the negative energy. He is a dedicated and passionate student who is currently crushing his clinical rotations even during the COVID pandemic. Check out this episode to learn about the life of this hardworking young man who would not let naysayers strip him of his dream. I hope you enjoy. And if you do, please feel free to share with others. Like us on Instagram at Our Lives in Medicine. And please rate and review us on Apple iTunes. You have no idea how much we appreciate it and how helpful it really is. And as always, if you need some good beats to study to or get some work done or just catch some good vibes, tune into the intro and outro for the lo-fi beats and check the show notes for the artist shoutouts. I hope you have a great one and cheers to the future. going on man not much i uh just got my rotation schedule on psych starting next tuesday um and with like COVID, everything that's going on we're i think they're only letting us or at least for me i don't know how everybody else is working at least for me for psych i'm only in like three days a week um so that's pretty good for the, i guess the easing me into like the first rotation of third year uh, that's how psych is anyway honestly <laughs> so, oh is it work oh i know that i mean not not literally but it's close man like at least where i did my rotations in florida like psych you know kind of just was shift work it was like we'll, we'll be we'll do these days and then i'm off so it was cool man psych is psych oh, is a cool no. field man, that was in my top three. Oh, work yeah man psych was in my top three for like things to go into yeah man, I'm, I'm excited now so i can't uh I don't know. I feel like it's just been a cold combination of the past two years, and you know, the third year is finally here. So I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to get in there, honestly. Right on, man. I'm excited for you, man. So you have psych first, and then yeah. was that a month? How long is that? Yeah, it's a month. Yeah, and then we have like our like like month exam, like our comats or shells, whatever they whatever they're called. Um, yeah, shelf. Are you in, are you in a DO school? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm at DO school, yeah. Okay, yeah, I graduated from Nova DO school too. Yeah. Oh, no, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at uh, NYIT. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. So, yeah, the co mats, those things were a headache, but hey, just get through them and get your points True. and move on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's I'm cool, trying to yeah. like study ahead and do all that stuff. And uh, I mean, I literally have no idea what to expect, like what they're going to have me do or any of that stuff. I'll be honest, man. Like, I enjoy, so I, you know, coming from first and second year, and by the way, congrats, because I know you took, were taking boards last time we talked, so you're done with that, right? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, thank God. Ooh. Yeah. Congrats, yeah, man. man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I know like by the time I got done studying and stuff, I was just like moving into third year. I was so excited to just like get off work and be done with work. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I kind of don't maybe take this advice, but <laughs> I would usually save the studying for my shelf for like the last week of the rotation. <laughs> so oh, work? Um, yeah, I would just knock out like the whole like, uh, what was it? ComQuest, ComBank, like uh, que- test sheet. I mean, what am I trying to say? Mm-hmm. Test questions for that shelf. In like the last mm-hmm. week. Otherwise, man, I would come home, lounge, play some video games, kick back, man, have a good day, no, man. Nice. So, yeah, so you gotta do the same. What, yeah, I, I don't like. I, I just like. I don't know how this is like. Basically, gonna run, you know, and just like, you know, do I just study? Because I'm, I, I'm, I guess I'm in the mindset like, you know, how first and second, like, okay, every day you got lecture, lab, whatever, and then you're coming home to study, you know. So like, I don't know if I'm like, do I need to study every single day or like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, again, do what works for you best. Obviously, you know best. But one thing, if you're the kind of just hit a little bit every day person is maybe yeah. do five, ten questions a day in one mm-hmm. test bank, finish that one up like three weeks. And last week, buy the other test bank and bang that one out. Or you can just mm-hmm. do like online med ed is really good. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Online med ed's really good for studying for step two, level two. And mm-hmm. you could just watch like a video or two a day there. That's 25 minutes of your day. And then you can call yourself productive while you just chill after that. You know, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Honestly, I might, I might do that. Honestly. Yeah, man. It's cool. But, but obviously you'll figure out what works best for you. And yeah. my best recommendation is don't forget sketchy. Cause I still use that now in residency. Oh, like, sketchy. Oh, word. Yeah. They'll ask yeah. me a question. I'll be like, Oh yeah, it's um, let me think. And I'll picture like, you know, the, the horseman with the number one or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah, perfect. yeah. No, that makes sense, definitely. <laughs> so, but it's funny. I was on, I think I was on OB-GYN, and I was looking at some, I was looking at a sketchy, and my preceptor walks up, and he's like, why are you looking at cartoons during my rotation? <laughs> oh, he like, said that? Yeah, he didn't know what it was. It's this old guy, and I, I explained what sketchy was, and yeah. he sat down and he he had his mind blown i showed him like no joke probably like five sketches and he was just like this is unbelievable this is so unfair that you yeah. have this resource we didn't have this. that's funny yeah man. <laughs> that was, it was good yeah, I, I felt i felt powerful in that moment <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man well you got mm-hmm. level one and uh stuff knocked out congrats on that yeah and thanks man appreciate it and dude, no pressure, man. But like, you're the first person from Rhode Island I've ever met. So you gotta like, oh, word, you gotta nice. represent the state well, you know. I need <laughs> so, to. That's true. No pressure there, but yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have a classmate from Connecticut, and mm-hmm. then I have I met someone on the interview trail who's from New Hampshire. I've never met anyone from those three areas, being from mm. North Carolina. So it's yeah. cool. What part of North Carolina are you at? Uh, I'm in I'm in Asheville right now for residency. I'm Asheville. up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I grew nice. up in Durham, and then I went to oh, state. Right now, uh, okay. Yeah, I went to NC State for undergrad out in Raleigh. I lived there for like seven years. Yeah. So. No, I have I have a lot of family in that area. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. What so. part uh, do you you come visit at all? 
Oh, we haven't been back in forever. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's been it's been it's been a while, honestly. But I remember, I mean, we'd always be in Raleigh, Durham, and you know, I, you know, catch a couple uh, NC State games. Um, we have some family in Charlotte as well, too. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be you know in that Raleigh, Durham area for res- I think I told you that before for residency. So yeah, that's yeah. My, that's my goal. Yeah. It's a cool spot, man. I, I love Raleigh. Uh, yeah, I yeah. lived there for seven years. It's kind of like my home away from home. I, I, I'd say I grew up there as a person, maybe not as a kid, but as a person, I definitely grew up in Raleigh. So it's a cool spot, man. Oh, yeah. No, I'm excited to get down there for sure. But so you're from Rhode Island, but you're in New York yeah. right now. No, I'm, so I'm actually in Little Rock right now for rotations. Um, oh, okay. So they like, yeah, so they like, um, they, I mean, they spread us out pretty, pretty far. Um, I was just lucky I was in like a rural like area um, just because like I mean nothing, nothing against rural areas and stuff like that but I uh, I mean just being from Rhode Island and you know I went to school in Boston and you know school back in Providence as well and like those are pretty big cities um, so like I think you know being in that kind of um, you know city kind of environment I think that's what uh, I thrive with you know mm-hmm. um, but it, it was I guess it was definitely a little bit different um, you know being like our medical school is not really like, um, you know, it's not like, I guess from, I'm just, I guess I'm comparing everything back to how Rhode Island is. And I'm just, you know, used to like a bigger city and, you know, and just, it wasn't really a big, big city. Um, but I mean, being in Little Rock is amazing. Now I love it. And it's just, it reminds me back home, you know, just like, you know, there's, you know, you know a ton of things to do, you know, there's a lot of cool places like to hike, the restaurants, all that stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, and the, the apartment's super nice that we just moved into. So like, you know, I feel like everything's starting to uh, come together uh, really well. So I'm, I'm, I'm honestly just excited to be here, man. Like, as I said, the first two years, you know, that's definitely been a grind. It's definitely been difficult, you know, the highs and lows. But, I mean, I'm, I'm really, you know, blessed and really, you know, to have this opportunity, you know, to start third year, you know, be a fourth year next year. And then, you know, eventually, you know, year after that, be a resident and just, you know, my whole career ahead of me. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's sweet. And how long how long have you been there? And it's, it's Little Rock, Arkansas? Yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll, so I'll be here for. I mean, I mean, till next May. Uh, okay. Yeah, next May. Yeah. And and how long have you um, been kind of just getting established there? Oh, uh, I mean, we just moved here. I mean, today's what this twenty. I mean, we we were like a week ago. My roommates are still moving their stuff over here, but I mean, for the oh, most wow. part, everybody's like, yeah, all our stuff is like essentially here. Oh, but it's just like a couple clothes. I think they have to like. They need to bring down, but I mean, besides that, I mean, because we have a whole like, oh, I mean, essentially before we were supposed to have like a, you know, like a, like a three week uh, or two and a half week um, boot camp kind of thing for a third year. Um, but with COVID and all thing that happened, our, you know, medical school is like, you know, we're just going to make everything online. You know, you guys have the modules. You need to just, you know, make sure you're watching those modules. And um, we had like a form to fill out saying that we, we watched the modules and all that stuff. But it's been, you know. It was basically on your own kind of thing besides like the ACLS, BLS stuff that we had. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, I mean, this whole, I think it's very unusual for everybody, you know, that's this whole COVID era that we're in. So, we're, you know, everybody's trying to adapt as well as possible, but it's just, you know, it's different. I mean, <laughs> I don't think anybody yeah. would have thought we'd be in this situation. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, we're doing the best we can, honestly. So that's cool, though, man. That's cool that, you know, Little Rock, I, I don't know. It's funny. I don't know anything about Little Rock, Arkansas. And I just yeah. met people from Arkansas recently, too. I have a, I have a co-resident oh, who's from Arkansas. But nice. uh, that's cool. So that's cool that it reminds you of home. 
And the only thing yeah. about Rhode Island I know is Quahog from Family Guy, and that's not even a real place. Oh, so. yeah, no, <laughs> so. it's not a real place. Yeah, everybody I talk to, they're like, oh, you from Quahog? I'm just like, nah. I'm like, I mean, it's based on a real city, but it's not like, it's not Quahog, like, not real, you know? That's so funny, yeah. yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Um, that's That kind of story that you just told, though, you know, you went from Rhode Island to New York for school and then down to Arkansas for more school. It's like, you know, our friends in different fields don't understand how complicated this field is man it's, it's like it's crazy you know I did the same thing I moved down to Florida for school I was in Fort Lauderdale then I went to Fort Myers for uh third year and then I traveled all over mm. for fourth year and it's like it's crazy man and they like they just Dude, get a job yeah. and stay in that you know exactly yeah I, I really honestly didn't know anything about like how medical school was so, let me make clarification so our medical school we have two campuses um so like one's in little rock or excuse me one's in in arkansas and jonesboro that's where i'm at and then the other one is in long island so yeah i just want to make that uh clarification. Ah, okay. just, just in case yeah, yeah yeah but um but either way i mean what's it called yeah i mean it's just i i never really thought this is how uh you know, medical school would be in terms of, you know, I guess nobody really, I never really thought how, I mean, I guess before starting, it was just like, okay, like, I thought you just do your four years and then you, you know, go uh, apply for what specialty you want to, they like you, you know, you'll be in and you had to take some kind of, you know, exams and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But I never, nobody really told me, it was just like, hey, like, okay, first year you have anatomy, you have all these different labs, you know, you're going to, you know, be seeing patients. And it, it was just, it really was a huge, like, it, I mean, it hit me hard first year, honestly. Like, I really was not prepared, um, I guess, for that kind of, you know, workload, that kind of sacrifice, the stress, like, all, you know, it, it was just, it was something. I, I know I, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have the same, you know, feelings coming in. And, you know, it, like, it really was like drinking water from a fire hose. You know, mm-hmm. I, I felt, I thought I had a good, you know, um, time management skills. I mean, because, you know, I did... Uh, I uh, was I did athletic, or excuse me, I did um, uh, athletics in undergrad, um, and so that I mean that was all four years, and you know so that I mean I I felt that I was like okay you know like you know we had practice in the morning I go to class on stuff and you know we had lifting at you know in the at night or the afternoon depending on your schedule, um, and I was like okay like I think I feel like I have this down, um, and then same thing with my master's like same idea basically like you know we we had uh, I mean class and you know I go lift the like the football guys and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just, it was, you know, I felt like I had a routine and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, I was like, medical school is like, I'm like, oh, I can, you know, probably, you know, scoot away with what I've been doing before. But I mean, it, it really hit me hard, man. Like I had to like change up everything, like literally everything. Um, there's not like one thing that like that worked from undergrad or my master's that like transferred over, you know, I guess the principles of like, you know, the foundations were still still there, but like just like studying wise and making sure I like actually got my work done in a timely manner, you know, and especially for exams and like just being prepared. I think that completely changed from how I was in undergrad and my master's to how I am now, really. Man, that's it's crazy that you said that because I totally agree. I, I did a master's as well. And I was like, coming in, like, man, I got this. I did a master's already. But right. And the master's was not easy, but it wasn't med school hard, that's for sure. So, right, yeah, it's, uh, I totally agree with you, man. Yeah, make some serious changes and sacrifices mm-hmm. is the big word you used for sure. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's why I like I, I mean, I mentor some students now, and I'm just like, I'm just letting them know, I was like, you know, like it's definitely things you're doing now and in, in your undergrad. I'm like, mo- more than likely, it's not going to work in medical school. Um, you know, you just have to, you, I think it's honestly all about adapting 
to your new environment. I mean, you're in a, you know, if you're moving to a new spot, you're in a new city, you know, you're going to meet new people, you know, you're, you're, you're embodying you being a medical professional, you know, and soon to be doctor, you know, so I think that kind of mentality definitely, you know, you as a, you know, a student changes and your mentality of like what you will become later on changes. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really trying to fit that mold and just trying to make it something that's unique to you. And so you're not really trying to box yourself into something small. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, do, I'm trying to do the same thing now, like figuring out like, hey, like, you know, trying to figure out way rotations kind of like for next year and just like my rotations now, like, how do I excel? How do I do well? You know, just talking to other people, you know, trying to get some kind of idea, some kind of mold to be like, OK, like, hey, this worked for somebody else. Let me see. Um, let me talk to other people, you know, come to my own realization and work for me. And let me try that out. It's I mean, honestly, like first two years, for example, like that was all trial and error, you know, and so like. Like, I, I mean, I was the first semester I really struggled. Like, I, I don't like I was barely passing um, majority of my exams. Like, I think like my average is like maybe like a 75, mm -hmm. you know, and, like that was like, yeah, I was like, I, I don't think I honestly got higher than a 77 or 70 on, on exam first semester. Like it, it was it was tough. I, I think like just I, I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't studying properly, honestly. And mm -hmm. like, I mean compared to first semester to the second like i was like like i was like a completely different student you know i was doing a tremendously better like way way better i don't know what it really was i don't know if like it was just the way i was you know just changed my study habits or you know was just more efficient my time actually no it definitely was more efficient my time for sure like because I, I mean i stopped going to lecture i remember that from first semester to second semester i stopped going to lecture and it was just more because i mean that that was a huge like three hour time chunk right there and so my rationale was like, hey, if I can, you know, go over those lectures during the weekend and, you know, basically be ahead at least a day, you know, that'll, you know, free up some time. So I'm not stressed out when the exam or less stress, I guess, when the exam comes. And I mean, that that really made a huge difference, at least for me, um, and just really tweaking, you know, as I was going through, you know, those kind of systems like cardio, renal, poem, you know, psych, MSK, all these different systems. And really trying to take that same foundation how i was you know excelling you know in the second semester and then bring it into, into second year so i mean it, it really definitely completely changed for me like just having a better system to how i approach my study it was uh, i bet when you hit that stride it was kind of sad almost when second year ended because like i finally got this figured out now i got to do something different you know exactly yeah i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna i gotta it's, i mean it's, it's all about adapting at this point honestly like figuring out what's gonna work you know, so I'm really going to, I mean, I start next week, um, Monday or Tuesday, um, you know, I'm just going to, you know, f talk to as many people as I can, as I said, and, you know, figure out what's going to, what's work for other people, having to, you know, make it unique to myself, you know, so I can excel and do as well as I possibly can. Absolutely, man. And is your, is your site students only, or does it also have a residency attached to it? Yeah, they have a residency attached to it. Yeah. Okay. Because where I did mine, it was just, there was a family med residency and that was it. So I got to be mm -hmm. first assist on like everything. They kind of treated me like a resident. That was cool. Oh, word. But it was just different. Yeah. You know, I had other classmates who went to places with residencies, kind of like yours, and mm -hmm. it's just completely different. So that's cool, though. I think you'll absolutely love it. Yeah, I'm hoping. Absolutely. You're going to, the, the, the benefit of it, too, is just you get to interact every day. It's not like isolate yourself die in a cubicle you know it's it's go and talk to, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like go talk to patients and you might get scut work to a degree but it's so much mm -hmm. better than scut work of med school like answer these stupid emails with these stupid modules and do all sort of crap so it's, it's so much right. better 
Yeah, I'm excited for Honestly. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot better than the first couple of years, no doubt. What are you most excited about for third year? Um, I mean, honestly, just being in the clinic in the hospital, you know, it's just like, I remember I got into like a weird kind of funk during second semester of first year. And I was just like, man, I'm just studying all like I, I didn't like really do. I mean, I would hang out with my buddies and stuff, but I wasn't really, um, you know, doing anything outside of like just medical school. And I remember talking to our academic advisor. I was like, hey, Miss Prophet, I was like, I like I need to do something. I, I just can't just you know, be just studying all the time. And I was like, yeah, I hang on my buddies and do stuff and, you know, on the weekends for the most part. But, you know, I just missed that aspect of like seeing patients and being in the in clinic and, you know, kind of learning that way. Um, you know, so I, I had the opportunity to shadow a few times. And I mean, that, I mean, that really took me out of that kind of funk. So, I mean, realistically, I'm just excited to be able to see patients learn um, and just really try to, you know, gain as much knowledge as I possibly can going into it. Yeah, man, that's the absolute best thing you can kind of do going into it, because I think one mistake people can make is, oh, I want to do surgery, for example. So when I'm on OB or I'm on family med, I'm going to treat it like, you know, a waste of time. But I think even if you already know 100 percent what you want, you can still learn something from every rotation. So 100 percent. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I'm going into it. I mean, I'm 100 percent, you know, I'm trying to go into EM. Like, you know, um, and I, don't, I don't see that changing, but I mean, I'm going to go into it like, hey, like, you know, I want to, you know, my goal is to really try to let them know up front, like, hey, I want to learn as much as I can. I want to function as an intern and be as, you know, I want to be challenged. I want to be the best I possibly can within this little small little time frame that we have. Um, and so, I mean, because at least for EM, like, you, I mean, you really got to, like, have an understanding of everything, you know. And so that's, the, I, I really do appreciate that kind of, like, generality, you know, just being like, you know, people say the jack of all trades, you know, just having that mentality of like, hey, like, I, you know, I can, I understand little tiny pieces uh, of every single specialty um and so that's my mentality going into it now it's just like hey like you know can i challenge myself as best as possible writing what i can in this little time period um and just really excel yeah yeah for sure man hey give me one second i'm gonna just check one yeah. thing because i was having that mic issue just let me check make sure this yeah. is recording right all right perfect we sound excellent so we're good to go man so Great. anyway yeah nice. so that's like that's like the best attitude to have man so i think you're going in the right way not that i'm an expert just because i've already gone through it but <laughs> but as far as my uh my limited understanding goes i think you're gonna learn a lot and have the right attitude so Definitely. and you know yeah, it's really clear it's really obvious to the interns residents preceptors whatever like if you're even if you know they know this isn't your jam they also know if you're mm -hmm. trying or not so if you can just be genuine about the fact that you're trying versus kind of faking it right. they'll know man so right yeah Definitely. <laughs> I don't know how they know, but they know, and it's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, let's see. So, you want to do EM. That's pretty cool, right. man. That's going to be a cool field. What Definitely. kind of led you to that path? What were some things that you were, like, drew you to it? And maybe what were some other yeah. specialties that you were like, there's no, absolutely no way I would do that? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because originally when I started, well, pre-med, you know, I was at, at Boston University, all that stuff, and I got the opportunity to shadow our uh, team physicians. So we had like four of our team physicians. Um, and one guy, Dr. Lee, he is a uh, orthopedic surgeon at BMC. Um, and so I got it, you know, I was able to shadow him and, you know, see all these cool surgeries. And he actually got me hands-on and I was able to like, 
you know, be able to like physically touch patients and do all these different things with his supervision and all that stuff. Um, and you know, the patients consenting and all that stuff. So it was really cool. Like he really, you know, cared and got me, you know, interested in that like ortho. Um, and then, you know, that was my junior year, senior year, same idea. I, I shadowed, um, another, our team, um, non ortho guy, he's sports med, but wasn't surgical. He, Dr. Camo, he, uh, same thing. I mean, he was a DO, he's a DO. He's, um, uh, I think he's like the program director for their sports med fellowship. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I shadowed him and I was like, man, this is, you know, ortho seems amazing. You know, like all these, you know, you get to see, you know, all these cool pathologies within MSK. Um, and then we, me and my, my athletic background, I was like, this is perfect. Um, so I, I, from there, I was like, Hey, I think I can do, I would love to, you know, do ortho. And then, you know, I go do my master's at Brown and within the first year I got linked up with my current PI now, Dr. E and he, he is a family med, uh, doc, but he did a fellowship in, um, cardiovascular so I guess the fellowship's not really around anymore, but when it was around, it was at Columbia. They had like a family med or they had a cardiovascular uh, training fellowship for family docs. So he did that. So he, he does a lot of like cardiovascular uh, medicine within family med. Um, and I mean, he's, this, he's Dr. E, he's a, he's a super old dude. I mean, I mean, I don't, if he listens to this, I'm sorry, Dr. E, but I mean, he, 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 I mean, he, he's been around the block for a while and he knows, you know, a lot of amazing things and he's been such a great, you know, um, support system, role model, all that stuff. Um, and I kind of, when I met him for the first time, I was like, Hey, like I'm interested in, cause we had to do like a, like a research project, um, for our masters. And, you know, at this point I, I had a little bit of research I, I i was in a biomechanics lab in undergrad so i was like oh you know this is like you know biomechanics ortho I was like this is perfect you know he does a lot of cardiovascular work but he also does some some sports med stuff too and i you know when i met with him i was like hey you know i'm interested in ortho um but i'm like i'm like i'm pretty open honestly um and so he gave me he's like oh okay he's like i know you want to do ortho so let's you know look f you know do some lit reviews see what what the literature says about you know a certain topic within sports medicine or ortho and he's like let's you know let's write about it so you know like a month goes by come back i was like hey you know i want to look at vitamin k in uh, knee osteoarthritis you know so he's like okay so you know we did that paper got me you know really really excited about that presented that paper at a conference um and you know that was within i mean i think it was within like the first like six or the research was in the first six months of doing the program um, but the, the whole analysis aspect and presenting was like the, the, uh, what's it called? The, um, like the following six months. But I mean, that was an amazing experience. Um, but I also got, you know, involved with other papers that he was doing too. Um, and so, I mean, now, I mean, you know, it's, you know, just seeing the other stuff he, he did, you know, more in terms of like hypertension, heart failure, a lot of stuff, you know, I really got interested in that as well. Not that I saying I didn't really like idea of ortho, but I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is really interesting stuff. Um, and so I guess when I got to medical school, I was, I mean, I was on the fence, I guess, with ortho. Um, and I was actually at that point, I was more ortho or family med. Right. And okay. so from there, I was like, okay, like ortho, family med, blah, blah, blah. And I got, you know, got to medical school. People were like, oh man, you should do ortho. I was like, I can, people were like, oh, I can see you doing ortho. You have this sports background. You're a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, ortho sounds cool and stuff. Um, and then, you know, my mentor back at home too, um, Dr. Lee, he's like, oh, he's like, you know, he's like, let me know if you still want to do ortho or not. He's like, we can, you know, keep in 
I'm in contact regardless, but he's like, whatever you want to do, he's like, just keep me updated. Um, so yeah, I mean, so first year went along, um, and I, I had a, it was funny because I had a buddy in my master's program. Um, his name is Maurice. He, at the time at Brown, he was a fourth year when I was in the, cause he, he, he died, he and I did the master's program together. Um, with like, it, it was a cool cohort in terms of like, there was a lot of medical students. There was, you know, regular people like me, you know, there were a ton of doctors. So I really got that, you know, aspect of like being in that kind of group, which is, it was, it was awesome. Um, but I remember Maurice saying, um, what's it called? Oh no, rather, let me, let me tell you this really quick story. Particularly one day we were, uh, one of the doctors in the, what's it called in the, um, in the cohort, he was like, oh, he's like, oh, Rube, you know, like, I heard you got gone to medical school, blah, blah, blah. Um, he was just like, oh, like, you know, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I'm thinking about ortho. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm built for ortho. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, so the clown in me, like, oh, man, you're going to be an orthopod, you know, because, you know, um, his name is uh, Abhishek. He's a, he's a cardiologist out of MGH. Um, and he's like, oh, he's like, you're one of those orthopods. He's like, oh, they don't know medicine at all. They just like fix bones, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and, and Maurice was, um, what's it called? Maurice, he was like, oh man, he's like, you know, he's like, if I were you, he's like, definitely look into emergency medicine. Um, and that was like the first in instant I really heard about emergency medicine. And I was like, mm. I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know if I like, I like all that kind of stuff. I was like, it sounds cool. Like on paper. But I was like, man, I don't know. He's like, dude, he's like, trust me. He's like, I thought I wanted to do ortho too. And he's like, during my fourth year or during my third year, he's like, I really had a change from like ortho to, to emergency medicine. And he's like, he's like, he's like, man, he's like, just think about it. He's like, you don't have to make a decision now, obviously, but he's like going to medical school. He's like, just think about it. I was like, okay. So I never really thought about it, honestly. Um, so <laughs> fast forward, <laughs> fast forward, you know, in, um, first semester of medical school, that stuff. I started really to like think because we had like meetings with our advisor and the advisor was like, oh, you know, what do you want to do? And I was like, hey, like I'm thinking, um, what's it called? I'm, uh, sports med. I'm thinking a little bit, maybe family possibly. Um, and then she was, our, our advisor was like, oh yeah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I've heard, you know, um, she's like, oh, I know some people were asking about uh, ortho and going sports med, blah, blah. Um, but she's like, if you don't want to do it, like she's like, you don't have to do it. Like don't let people um basically pressure you to go into a specialty you want to do um and then somehow we got on the the up the the conversation about um emergency medicine and then i was like i was like oh, i don't know man like em sounds cool but i was like i don't, I don't think i'm I, i'm that kind of person for em um and she's like she's like no room blah, blah blah like she you know she you know give me confidence all that stuff and talking about it so i was like okay um, so I, I, you know, looked into it more, started like really doing more research and like how EM is, you know, um, and, I, and honestly, I really like the generality in terms of like, I love the, you know, the idea of, you know, shift work, you know, the undifferentiated patients, um, the different pathologies that you'd see, you know, and like you can go from one person in a room that's basically dying to another person that has like, you know, an ear infection or something like that. So I just like that idea of, you know, you know, of seeing and hearing what other people you know how their practices were if they had like an urgent uh, urgent care or, you know they worked in an academic hospital they worked in a uh, community hospital whatever the case and how that differed between how they the kind of patient they saw and stuff like that um and i was like damn like this, i was like this i was like this could be you know something i'm interested in um so during the spring of first semester i you know we basically our advisor and you know we had a meeting was like hey you know Boards are coming up for next year. Just think about that. But we want you guys to do something in the summer so you're not just, like, sitting around doing nothing. 
So I was like, okay. So I was, in my plan, I was like, oh, I'm going to go back home and do my research anyway. Um, and so I started really reaching out to other um, emergency medicine doctors. So I was like, oh, I've already done a lot, ton of shadowing with ortho when I had the opportunity to shadow during that year anyway with uh, sports med because one of our professors, he's a sports med guy. Um, so I was like, let me just look into EM. Um, so I got hooked up with a guy back at Brown and, um, he, uh, he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, man, like, you know, why don't you, you know, come by and we can chat and, you know, he's like, I can get you in the hospital. We can, you know, shadow. Um, and so, you know, after talking to him for a little bit, you know, he got me a little credentialing, got me hooked up and, you know, that summer, like, it was amazing. Like I got, like, I was doing my research. I got to, you know, be in the, the ED, like work with the residents, go to different like sim labs and, you know, just being around all that with an ED. I was like, wow. And this was for like, this is like three months basically. And I was like, or how long was it? I mean, we, we started like September, like a little over two months, basically. It was like 10 or 11 weeks. But I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, almost not every single day. I mean, I work when he worked, basically. Um, and, I mean, he, I mean, I came in maybe, like, he, I mean, he came in three or four times a week. I, I came in, like, two or three times a week, depending on the week. But, like, I was, like, it was great. Like, I saw so much stuff. And, I, like, I, I did not, I was not tired at all, like, tired of seeing like these, like, just be, I wasn't tired of being there, first off. And I wasn't tired of, like, seeing, like, all these different things all the time, you know, like, cause I don't, I don't, I don't really care to be like a suit like expert in this super little tiny minute detail. I mean, I really love the idea of like acuity and like being able to like be in that emergency department and, you know, just, just that live action. I, it just like, it, I'm just so passionate about that emergency medicine, just being that kind of person. I see myself, you know, being later on. Um, it, it's, it's just honestly has trumped every other specialty in my mind at this point. I don't think I'd be um, as happy. And I, I've thought about other specialties. You know, I thought about definitely being surgery still, thought about family still, thought about medicine. Um, but I like just going back to everything, I'm like, man, like I was like, I would be the most happy, the happiest person in, like on, in the planet, honestly, being a mercy <laughs> medicine doctor. So like that's where my, yeah, seriously, that, that's where my mentality is now. Like, you know, just, you know, trying to figure out, like, you know, like, how, I mean, I'm not, I'm not so much, like, how to do it, but it's more of, like, okay, like, you know, I'm applying soon. It's, like, okay, what are the programs I want to apply to? Like, I've been, you know, I've been reaching out to program directors, having, like, filling that kind of relationship and, you know, you know, reaching out to other doctors and do my research and, and being able to connect with other people that way as well. And I mean, it's like, I mean, the connections I've made in, in EM right now have been so tremendous and I'm so, you know, blessed to have that opportunity. Um, and so like, honestly, right now, like I, I really don't see my mind changing at all um, in EM. Uh, and I mean, not saying that, you know, every other specialty has their unique aspect and it's fantastic for different reasons for different people. Um, but for me, I, I just know that I'm just so drawn to emergency medicine and I feel like I'd be the best emergency medicine physician I could possibly be. So, I mean, that's that's where I'm at right now. Dude, I mean, I, I can hear your genuine enthusiasm for it. Though, I mean, that whole story, you, you hit that really enthusiastic tone multiple times. You could just hear you reliving those moments. That's pretty cool. So it sounds like that's definitely going to be yeah. your jam, man. For sure, man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 
I uh, so fourth year. I don't know if your school. You probably like mine. You do your EM rotation fourth year, but I liked it, man. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's fun. It's like the Wild West. You get to, especially as a student, right. they're just like, hey, go see what's why there's a person screaming in their room over there, and right. yeah, you're gonna walk in and there's gonna be some guy tweaking or they're in huge mm-hmm. pain. Uh, you know, I had I had uh, this one story that <laughs> from the ER. It was uh, mm-hmm. I had to do this laceration on this lady's arm. And mm-hmm. it was, I was like, oh, you know, what happened to you? She's like, oh, well, uh, she was like, I uh, actually smoked my son's last bit of crack. And he got oh. mad at me and we got in a fight. And so I stabbed him and then he threw me out of a window. <laughs> so, oh, what? so, yeah, like two rooms over, her son was getting fixed up too. And then and they left together. <laughs> they, had, wow. they had a fam- family argument over crack and then they left together. That's so crazy. that was a... Uh, it was wild, man. That was a wild story. And they were just both so calm. <laughs> I was like, I'm smoking crack and you this calm? I don't understand. <laughs> but oh, it's, man. Uh, so you'll just have a whole life. That'd be cool. Definitely. I'm excited, man, honestly. If you had your choice, where would you go practice or, you know, do residency? Yeah. So right now, definitely Duke is my number one for sure. Oh, right yeah. on. I've, yeah. I've, like, I've had the opportunity to, like, you know, connect with the program director. And I mean, even last year, I emailed the associate program director and just had like, you know, I was like, Hey, I'm Ruben, you know, interested in your program. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to have a conversation and, and just talk about, you know, how you got to that program. Um, and so, I mean, he and I kicked it off super well, you know, kept in conflict with each other the past year. Um, and then I just recently emailed the program director, maybe like a couple months ago. Um, and he and I talked and he's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I've heard really good things from, um, our associate program director, Dr. Gordon. And, He's like, you know, Dr. Gordon really, you know, really likes you. And he's like, we've heard, you know, all these cool things. And he's like, oh, I want you to come down to do an award. Because I told him, I was like, hey, like, I was like, hey, like, we have a lot of family that, you know, that area. I mentor some, some a group of uh, uh, boys down there um, in Durham. And I was like, I, I just feel connected to that community. Um, and I was like, I know that community well. So I was like, I, I was like, if I could choose right now, I was like, I want to be at your program. Um, and so. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, you know, when you come down to rotate, he's like, you know, we continue to like you, you like us. He's like, everybody's going to win. So, I mean, so that's like, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm just trying to continue that kind of relationship and, um, you know, just and do what I got to do to get to that program. So that's my motto, whatever it takes, honestly. Yeah, man, you know, you got to dude. I'm, I'm pulling for you, obviously, just because it's going to be a great opportunity. But like I said, I'm from there. My family's from down there. My, my lady's about to start PT school at Duke, too. So, oh, word. Uh, and, you know, second year, I'll be in second year when you're starting. So I'll have a lot more time. I'll be up there, man. We, you'll have a friend ready, ready to rock and roll, man. Let's go. That sounds awesome, man. Appreciate it. That'd that. be cool, man. That'd be sweet. So uh, the only thing is, man, you, you know, I like to work out. You work out. I seen your pictures though, bro. Don't be embarrassing me in the gym. All right, that's you know that's, <laughs> nah, that's, that's the I only won't. thing. That's the only thing I'll I try ask. To get like you, know? you, man. Don't don't <laughs> don't try to get like me from where you are, man. You'll be you'll lose a lot. Don't do that. <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, quarantine has not been good on my on the gains, man. That's for sure. Man, but. same here, same here. <laughs> I uh, I was leaning out a lot during like home quarantine but then even this last like three weeks i haven't worked out as much as i want to obviously i just gotta get my groove together like once i get in my my uh once i get my patterns down and my schedule down i'll be able to kind of do it consistently but right now i've still been doing body weight stuff and a lot of cardio so it's it's not fun man i I don't like i don't like losing weight Trying to get my weight up. Yeah, I mean, not like going you're down. Bad. I mean, you're you're super busy too. I mean, with residency and all that stuff. So I mean, yeah, I can imagine how that is for you. Well, residency's only been a few weeks, man. I was I was 
chilling for the last couple of months mm-hmm. before that. So it was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I lived life, man. It was nice. It was. You'll get that fourth year too, and you're lucky. You're a third year because I feel like if you were a fourth year, fourth year, if this. I assume this stuff won't be going on next year, hopefully. Goodness, but... Yeah, I hope you know, not. <laughs> yeah, man, because, like, right now they're talking about doing all interviews virtually, and, you know, a lot of it's mm. going to be hard to get sub-eyes. So for you, yeah, and, you know, hopefully hard. that crap will be over and you can just live the normal medical life, but... I'm hoping, to, I'm hoping. Yeah, man, yeah. so... That's cool, though, man. Duke's a cool place. Durham's sweet, yeah. and, like, coming from... Yeah. Uh, coming, I, don't, I don't know what rent is like in Rhode Island, but rent in Durham is super oh, reasonable. Y'all it's super reasonable, good. yeah. Yeah. And you could even live in Raleigh or Chapel Hill or something and kind of commute in, but I oh, mean, true, it's nice true. to live. It's nice to live close, man. I live like I walk right. to the hospital. Oh, I love that. Oh, dope. That's dope. Yeah, wow. I love that, man. It's been pretty sweet. So, um, yeah, man. So that's sweet. So EM is gonna be mm-hmm. the jam for you. Uh, that's cool, man. Did you did you go straight into? I know you said you did masters. So did you go like undergrad, mm-hmm. masters, med school? Or did you work in between? Yeah. No, nah, that's exactly yeah. Undergrad, master's, med school. Okay, sweet. So you just like a lifetime learner, huh? You just enjoy. School. <laughs> basically, man. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy paying to go to work instead of getting paid to go to work, huh? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I graduated, <laughs> right? As soon as I graduated, I was like, man, I am never doing anything for free again. I've been doing stuff for free my whole life. Yeah. I'm never doing it for free for again. Real. So that's yeah, funny. That man. first paycheck is gonna hit different too. So <laughs> it's gonna hit different when the loans kick in too. <laughs> it true. Oh yeah, now you're right. Oh, <laughs> that's funny, man. That's sweet. So, so let me ask you this then. So even yeah. going into EM or just in general, how do you think the osteopathic training has or will affect you as a practitioner? Yeah. So I think honestly, the I I, I really love OMM. I don't like. I don't know how everybody else feels in my class about it, but I personally love it. I mean, I do a ton of OMM to like my family, my girlfriend, all that stuff. So it's been great in that respect. Um, In terms of just EM and just OMM in general, I think, you know, there's definitely going to be opportunities to do OMM. And I think at least for our curriculum now, we have, we have to do OMM in every rotation. So, you know, I, I think for me, it's just really figuring out like, you know, what kind of patients can I do OMM on? You know, because not everybody's going to really call for OMM and, you know, it might not suit, you know, everybody's uh, chief complaint stuff. But I think the patients that I will have the opportunity to do it, I will do it. I think it's just another tool that's, you know, going to be amazing for, you know, everybody who, you know, knows how to do OMM. It's just, you know, what I mean, it means not EM, but any, you know, any specialty, you know, I think OMM is definitely an invaluable tool that I really do appreciate learning and just knowing and I, I hope to really be able to utilize OMM sometime within my uh, EM career. Yeah. 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 And for people listening who may not know what DO is or OMM, can you just give your own definition of it? Of OMM? Yeah. Or what a DO is is and or what OMM is either way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, so a DO is nothing different from an MD. You know, we take the same classes, we do the same rotations, have the same residency, all that stuff. So there's really no difference. The only difference is that we learn OMM, which is osteopathic manipulative medicine. There are some MDs that have the opportunity to learn OMM on the side. Um, and actually one of our faculty, she, or a couple of our faculty, they're, they're MDs and they um, have taken 
own them courses through our, I don't know if it's through our school, whatever the case is, but they're basically are learning how to view OMM. And so OMM is, is basically essentially you're using your hands to really um, kind of use like some uh, kind of therapeutic application of like manual pressure and forces. Um, and essentially what that's going to do is um, just manipulate your body in a certain way that's really going to uh, provide you relief. So not everybody is going to be, as I said before, not everybody's going to call for OMM. There's some contraindications of when you can and, and shouldn't use OMM, but generally for uh, musculoskeletal issues, um, OMM is, is going to be uh, valuable. And I, we see a lot of OMM used in, especially just, you know, like sports medicine and ortho, um, even OB, uh, 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 physiatry, all these different specialties utilize OMM and even I mean, physical therapy it's, itself. I know back at, at BU, we have a, because uh, Dr. Camo, he's a, he's a DO, and he does, um, he teaches uh, OMM to the physical therapists for the, for the ortho physical therapists if they want to go that route. So, I mean, OMM is in a lot of different um, avenues within medicine, but, I mean, it's really um, ingrained and specific to um, DOs. Yeah, absolutely. I love that description. And uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> that's true. So uh, how do you feel about HVLA? You like HVLA? Yeah, so I mean, I do. Uh, I mean, I have done a lot of um, cervical HVLA, especially on my, on my, like, on my girlfriend. I mean, she because I mean, she loves, you know, cervical anything. So when I see her, I do a lot of like soft tissue, HVLA, some muscle energy. Um, you know, a little, we, I don't know if you guys learned it too, but we learned something called the, the Texas roll. No, oh, yeah. Um, basically. Do you know what I'm talking the, about? Thoracics, right? Yeah. Thoracic. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I basically <coughs> shotgun everybody and just do the Texas roll. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that. So, I love I just mean, blasting yeah. someone's thoracics, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just dropping down on there. Just boom. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, honestly, like I, like I was scared to do HBLA originally. Cause I mean, when we first learned it, um first year which i mean it's, it's, i mean they've changed how they the curriculum for first and second year but i when i was a first year we learned a bunch of i don't know why they did it this way too but we basically learned how to diagnose all of first semester no treatment and then second semester what? we moved into treatment yeah it made no sense yeah even our even our omm professor she's like i don't know why they're making me do it this way but they are so yeah i mean but they switched it up for the cur the current second years now. Um, <clears throat> they're learning, or they when, when they were first years, they learned treat uh, diagnosis and treatment together instead of breaking it up by semester. I'm not sure why they did that for us in the first place, but yeah, we were all confused too. We're like, okay, we can diagnose, but we don't know what to do after that. That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, man, it made no sense. Literally, no sense. But, no, that yeah. doesn't make sense. That. That's like, all right, so we're in pharmacy class. Here's a list of every medication, but we're not going to teach you what it does. It's like, it doesn't make right. sense. Yeah, That's man, crazy. We're all confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, every school has its uh, its negatives. Well, not negatives. It's just things they mess up on and then things they right. do well. So that's good, man. So, you know, it's crazy. We've been hitting the medical side of you a bunch. I'd love to ask mm -hmm. some just non-medical questions about you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I first of all, I remember when we talked, you were saying that you ran track in college, right? At BU? Yeah, so yeah, I threw, uh, I sure threw uh, hammer and discus, yeah. I was watching uh, that show Home Game on Netflix recently. Mm -hmm. have, you heard, have you heard of that? Oh, no, I haven't, no. 
So it's basically they look at, they go to the different countries and look at the native sports there. And one of them was in Ireland or Scotland. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that I forget. But yeah, I think it was Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Scotland, yeah. And they were kind of looking yeah. at the old school throws and like the run yep. pitches. And it was, it was cool, man. And I was like, the mm-hmm. science behind the, the toss is crazy. It's crazy. It's literally a science. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you're right. So what was training like that, f- training for that like? Oh, dude, training sucked, man. Honestly, like, it was terrible. Because, I mean, yeah, it was, it was just so bad because, like, I mean, I remember from high school. I mean, I had a, a coach outside of my normal high school. Uh, my, I mean, my coach went to the, what's it called, like, Pan uh, Pan American Olympics. And, like, he, I mean, he, he, he did super, super well, right? So, and I was just a little, like, you know, I wasn't, like, I wasn't anything spectacular when I first met him. But, I mean, he, you know, he he did super well, like, training me. And, I mean, I was... You know, I was like nobody, you know, first couple of years. But, I mean, eventually I became All-American um, my last year. And so, like, he and I, like, I mean, he honestly, he's the reason I, you know, got to be you. Honestly, like, I, I mean, my grades weren't that great. Um, but, I mean, I was just a pretty decent athlete. And so, B was like, hey, we, you know, we'll give you a ton of money. Why don't you just come here? So, um, I was like, absolutely. You know, so <laughs> yeah. he's definitely the, yeah, so he's the reason. But, I mean, uh, training in, in college is, it sucked, though, because, like, I mean, I remember the, my freshman year. We had we had practice. So so they it, it would they would break it up on your event. So like the sprinters. Um, so one morning, say like say, so we practice every single day. You know, Monday to we didn't practice Sunday, but like Monday to Saturday basically. So for example, like freshman year, we'd have we had morning lift at like five a.m. five thirty. Um, I think the swimmers, yeah, because we were with the swimmers, but we had, I mean, the swimmers just had their, their slot at that time for some random reason, but so we'd, we'd always see the swimming team, like the men's and women's swimming team, um, and we had a giant, you know, place to, um, for the athletes and stuff, so, like, we weren't really in each other's ways, uh, especially lifting, and, like, we had a huge, like, turf kind of field and stuff for that indoors, so it, we had a ton of space, but it was, like, lifting in the morning, um, and I, I mean, at the time I had... Um, I was in pre-med classes. I had like gen cam and stuff like that. So like that was at eight. So it was like eight to like 11. Um, and then I had practice in the afternoon, say at like noon or like 1230 or noon or one. Um, and then, you know, after that would eat shower and then we, they, we were, the freshmen were required to go to study hall. So we were all in study hall. You have to be there for at least two hours. Um, and I remember what, like some of like some of or not me personally in the beginning at least, but some people would just swipe in, leave, and then like come back like two hours later and swipe swipe out. <laughs> um, yeah, and they caught on to that um, because I don't know how they caught on to that. But then after a while, they had one of the administrative people basically sit at the swiping area, so you couldn't swipe in to leave. They'd be like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" Um, but some people would just like not bring anything with them. And swipe in, and then sit down for a second, and then they'd be like, oh, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom and just peace out." You know? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but they caught on to that, and I remember like I I did that one time, and our coach was like, "Yo, you can't you can't do that." So just yeah, so don't do that. So but I mean, after that, I mean, so that was basically freshman year, and we I mean as I said, practice Monday to Friday, and on on Saturdays like. We, the sprinters would have to run to like this thing called Summit. And the Summit, like in Boston, there's, there's not a ton of hills, but like there's this one crazy hill called the Summit. Um, and it's like almost, it's basically like a 40 degree angle. 
Like, mm. no joke. It's, it's, the incline is insane. I mean, probably not actually 40 degrees, but, like, it was a crazy incline. So they would have to, like, run sprints up that. Like, first of all, they had to run to Summit, which is, like, two miles away. And then they would have to sprint up the summer, like, all these different, you know, um, all these different sprints over that. And, like, our coaches, I mean, we were all throwers, so we were all out of shape and shit. So we couldn't really, we didn't do that. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, my, my coach, um, he was, so my, the coach I had back at home, the one that was the Olympian, he, he was really good friends with my throws coach. They went to UConn together. Um, and so I'd be like, yo, Dell, I'm going to go home. Dell's my, you know, undergrad or the coach of undergrad. And I was like, oh, Dell, I'm going to go home, throw coach Bard. Um, he's like, yeah, of course. So he, I, on the weekends, I'd be able to go home to throw with him. So I throw with him on like, usually I throw with him on Sunday. Cause I mean, I was only like a train ride, train ride away. And it was like an hour and 15 minute train ride. So like Friday night, I'd go home, um, and then spend the weekend at home and then throw on Sunday, come back Sunday night. Um, and then, so that would, I mean, that would be all, you know basically all freshman year we had meets we travel a lot of stuff and it was great i mean seeing other parts of the country you know i mean that's one thing that track and just athletics allowed me to do just to explore the other parts of the country and stuff like that so that was that was really awesome um but yeah i mean second i mean sophomore year was kind of the same idea we didn't have morning lifts thank god because i mean a lot of people like were sleeping in and stuff like that and our coach is like yeah this is not working um and so people would like she would get angry you know, because we're like, yo, like, you know, you're you're here, like, because we're paying you guys to be here, basically through scholarship or whatever the case is. And like, some people just want to show up, whatever the case is. So they scrapped that, and basically we had lifting after we had practice, which Ooh. honestly was better for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I liked it because I didn't have to wake up at like five in the morning to go to practice. So that was that was nice, but it, it did suck because like you'd be dead after practice and you had to go lift like a million pounds. Oof. You know, so yeah. But yeah, so that, like injury. That yeah, no, dude, it, it wasn't fun, honestly. But it, I, it, honestly, I, I, I rather have done that than to wake up in the morning, honestly. <laughs> like at the time, I was like, hell no. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, honestly, even now, like I'm waking up at five every day, and that sucks. So I, when I was twenty nineteen, yeah. I don't think I could have done it when I was like nineteen. Yeah, man, it was not good at all, and we'd all like because my roommate, he was a, he was a the athlete. So he like we would have to wake up like we set like a million alarms, make sure we didn't we didn't miss practice. But but yeah, I mean that was that was how I mean underground I mean, training was terrible, man. Like we would be like I mean we didn't do anything close to that for the sprinters, but like our coaches, I mean he he did the uh, the Catholic because uh, he coached the athletes and the throwers and the um what's it called the Catholic and the the pole vaulters. Right. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it was a lot for him to do. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they didn't have another coach to help him out, but eventually they did. But after that was after I, I left. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, yeah, training was not fun, man. Like, but, I mean, I don't miss that training. I miss, you know, the athletic, like, just being an athlete, I guess. But, mm-hmm. I mean, now it's just like, yeah, I, I, like, I could not do any of those workouts that we, we used to do for like well maybe i could maybe like maybe but i mean some of those i was like nah man if i did that now i'd vomit immediately. yeah you just like, just limp through it maybe but you'll finish yeah. but it'll be tomorrow I'm, you know exactly yeah yeah it would take me forever man definitely yeah dude i know exactly what you mean like i still work out hard in my own way but i'm 30 man so like a hard workout now ain't what it was when i was 20 you know so it's just, right. like, it's just different man yeah so you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta push yourself but within reason like 
you know, like it's my dad's kind of like that. So like my dad used to pump iron when he was you know younger, and he was like a bodybuilder mm-hmm. and everything else, and he competed mm-hmm. in Germany oh, and over here and everything. So he's still wow. you know about the fitness life, but he's just smart mm-hmm. with it. So like when I go work out with him, right. if we're doing bench, he'll put one thirty five on, and he'll do five sets of forty five. <laughs> I'm like, what? Damn. I know, right? I'm like, what? He's just boom, 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 boom. You just hear the clank, 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 clank. Right. I'll get to like 20. I'm like, shit, I don't know if I can. I'm, I'm going to have to crap out, man. And you got four more sets of this? And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, come on, get it up, get it up. I'm like, oh, my God. Man, that's intense. <laughs> it's tough, man. He uh, he does this other like core stabilizing thing that I don't know if you've ever seen people do this, but he'll put like, he'll put a 45 on the bar and that's it on mm-hmm. one side and then he'll do reps that way so he'll control it it is hard man i don't know if that you sounds hard that. as hell no i've I, never done that but i can imagine that doesn't it's <laughs> hard man because that thing is twerking and you get a good ass core workout i usually do it with a 25 and i'm struggling he's doing with a 45 and he's just laughing as he does it man he's that's like, beast mode bro yeah old 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 man strong man we're gonna be there one day yeah old man strength that's true <laughs> that's a real thing man it's scary yeah. I don't know where they get it from. Like you think especially when you're young, you're like they're old, they can't do anything and then they just lash out. They they break out the right. old man's strength and it's over. Yep, that's true. It's tough, man. It's tough. But so I, when we talked too, you were saying that you you know, cooking is kind of one of your hobbies. So you were working yeah. on a cookbook? Yeah, I was. So before I started medical school, I was working on like cause so, so in undergrad, we uh tell you, tell you, it's totally a quick story. So basically our, we would have team meals like every you know before like uh, meets and stuff of like that or before um, we travel we'd have team meals right and so I remember one time um, one of the I forgot what we had but we we always had it catered which is it was, they had like amazing food all the time and then one of my friends Toria she's like she was one of the captains with us and she's like she's like oh doctor uh, or excuse me she was um. It's like Coach Jay, she's like, oh, Ruben can make the, you know, really, really good food, blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, I would always have, like, Toria and, like, Justin and all the, like, all the, all the other captains um, with me at my apartment. And we'd, like, you know, play, like, for the Super Bowl, I'd, like, huge feast, basically, for everybody. And so we would just, like, just eat a ton of food and just, like, have a good time. And so, one, I mean, one, yeah, one day at the uh, team meals, she's like, oh, you know, Ruben should, you know, cook for us one time and i was like man i was like i don't know like i was like and we have a team of like 110 people like it was a ton of like basically my med school class cooking for them right and then i was like i don't <laughs> oh, know man. man and yeah and then my coach is like hey my coach is like okay like let me because t- she's i mean she's a southern woman so she knows like she was in the south for a little bit and then she went to california and basically stayed there for a while before she came to boston and so she knows really good barbecue and that was like my specialty basically um so i basically she said she's like nah she's like i need you to she's like before i like sign off of that i need you to come make me food or give me some samples before i say yes so i remember one time like i was like okay cool so i i don't know why i said yeah but i said yeah and then so i was like okay so i made her like the like uh basically i mean i made her ribs and some cornbread Ooh. um and yeah i made i made more of like a like a like a saint louis kind of style and it wasn't like it wasn't like the sauce wasn't super thick um, but it was more like, I mean, I don't know if you, like, you can think of like how baby Ray's kind of texture, like that kind of sauce, um, okay. but not as thick. Um, it was more like a, almost like a glaze, right? Cause I didn't want to make it, cause I didn't know what kind of, how, how she liked her barbecue sauce. So I didn't want to make it too thick and I, I, I didn't want to make it like watery. So I made it almost like a glaze. Um, and so I gave it to her, blah, blah. And she's like, oh my God, this is great. And she's like, you definitely can, you can cook for us, blah, blah. I was like, all right, cool. So I remember one, we were basically scheduling how to, you know, how I was going to do this, but we had a free weekend one time 
Um, so I went home, went to like the, got my uncle's food, uh, depot card. So he, he has a restaurant back at home. And so I was like, okay, like I'm not trying to like, it's, it's almost like a Sam's club, but for people who have restaurants, I don't know if you guys have that too, but basically I've heard that's of it. What, yeah. 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 So I basically went there, like, I don't know, like I spent like maybe like 300 bucks, 400 bucks, something like that. Right. Um, so, and I'm, I, I essentially made what did I make? I don't know if I can. There's a. I mean, I, I think Tori might still have these pictures, but I basically made like uh, how much rib? I mean, I honestly probably got forty pounds of ribs. Burger, oh like uh, ground. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Ground beef. I made the cornbread. I made wings. I made collard greens, sweet potatoes. Uh, I made some cookies. What else did I make? I made mash, oh, mashed potato with some bacon in it. What else? It was one of the two things I made. But it was like a huge thing. And I made that all in my, my dorm room. Not in my – like we had a like an oven and like a stove and stuff. But I made oh, like all of that like in a common food. area. Yeah, exactly. I made all that food. Oh, the pulled pork too. That was the yeah, – and I made like a, it was like a pineapple pulled pork. Yeah, man, it was oh a lot, dude. Oh, my God. Man, you thought <laughs> Bro, I put – yeah, man, I put my foot in all that stuff, bro. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I had like – 10 or 12 different people like have to like help me bring all and we had to make multiple trips because we had our like the where we had our team meals was uh i mean where i lived i guess on campus was where most of like the athletes and stuff lived um it was like a huge like 40 like oh not 40 so it had like 30 story building it's called student like it's called student village one and student village two mm-hmm. um and so like essentially i mean those areas are where like it, it there's like a lottery system to, to basically get to those little live there um and i know a lot of the upperclassmen for we would keep like if you all, all the track guys would just make it make it a track room so like we basically pass down those rooms to like um the underclassmen um so i mean i got to i got to live there and, and, and you know had the opportunity to cook there but i mean just taking all that food over it was like maybe like i mean it wasn't far but like you wouldn't be able to carry all that food by yourself because you i mean basically we get out of stewie there's like uh it's like a road it's like a closed off road basically so nobody really can there's only like there's two ways to go but like it's not like an open traffic road kind of thing um and then across the street is the the stadium basically and then if you mm-hmm. go through the stadium you have the hot like the practice hockey rink right and then we have our the where we can drop off our laundry and they do our laundry for us and all that stuff and like we would you have to go through that and then once you go through those doors, there's like the huge building of where we like uh, we'd have like indoor practice and study and stuff like that because it was like multi- there was like five levels or four levels whatever the case is and like video room and stuff. And then you walk all the way down the street and that's where we had our team meals. Um, so I had we had to make multiple trips on stuff, but I mean yeah, I man, I threw down on that stuff and I mean luckily or uh, I mean they reimbursed me on stuff, but like and I I did a I did two more after that for, like so much stuff. <laughs> Yeah, man. It was crazy. By the time I was done cooking, man, I was like, in the prep before, dude, like, I had multiple people have to help me prep. Like, I had to, like, cut the, the chicken wings to just make sure it was just the wings and the flats. Like, I had to take off, like, excess stuff for the rib to make a St. Louis. Because I think, I remember the time, like, the St. Louis-style ribs were more expensive because they already, they already make it, like, thin enough that you don't have to, like, take off the membrane or take off the extra, like, pork that's on it. So, I, I mean, I got the, I got the, it wasn't St. Louis-style, but it was just pork ribs. I mean, it's a little the same thing. It just wasn't St. Louis style, so I I basically make a St. Louis style myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it was it was crazy though, man. I haven't done that in in ages, but I mean, I, I mean, I do a little bit of cooking and stuff, but in terms of, I mean, not to that scale, <laughs> but like when yeah, I have friends right. over and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I want to clarify one thing for people who may not know, because uh, you said earlier you put your foot in all that food. 
Uh, that doesn't oh, mean yeah. you, you literally put your foot in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's right. It, it means it you, literally, yeah. It means you crushed it. It was amazing. That's what it means. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. Feel Everybody like listening, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I didn't put my actual foot in there. Yeah. That may not be widely known, so uh, we wanted to just clarify. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Oh. And so you still yeah. doing like the working on the cookbook still or no? No, man. I haven't like honestly haven't. <laughs> really, I mean, still my computer. Actually, I looked at it the other day, but. I mean, I haven't really, because the thing is, like, it's not like, I, I mean, right now, I really just have a ton of time, but I was it wasn't my plan to, like, sell this cookbook or anything like that. It was just because my friends were like, hey, like, how do you, like, people, my friends, like, I remember the other day, my buddy Justin, or excuse me, Bruce, he called me the other day, and he was like, yo, like, how do you make your, um, what's it called, your uh, whiskey um, uh, burgers? Basically, it's, like a, it's almost like a Jack, it's a Jack Daniels, basically, burger. Um, but so, I mean, you know, my friends still call me up to like, be like, oh, how do you make that? So I'm just trying to put together, um, something like just to give out to my buddies, like, yo, okay, this is like, you know, you guys asked about so-and-so, like I just put in one centralized place, you know, I'm not going to like sell this thing. It's just like, it's basically just for fun, honestly. Like that's all it is. Like a friend, like a friend cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. Basically one one for the homies. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, Hey man. If you need anyone to sample any food, you can send it my way. And then, man, you know, man, when, I, can, when I'm down Durham, man, I got you. Yeah, and if you can, you can send me a copy too, man. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take full advantage of it. Or that sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's dope. Um, that's cool, man. So let me ask you another separate question. I, I think we talked about this one. What did you get in trouble for as a kid? Um. Oh yeah. I mean, I think I just annoy my older sister. Honestly, like, I remember one time. Yeah, dude. I remember one time. Like, I mean, she like I love my sister Deb. I mean, even now, like, I mean, I'm 26 and she's like 31. So like, I mean, I, like, I mean, she has her own family and like her kids and stuff like that. But I mean, when I see her, I'm I'm just like all over her, just like being annoying. And so like, I remember specifically when we, um, we were I, I don't know exactly what we were doing, but I remember like I was annoying her doing something stupid. And we were like in the kitchen. I think my parents are upstairs doing whatever. And then I, I don't know what exactly that I did to her, but I she got super upset and she pushed me into the trash, you know, like into the trash bin basically. Um, and I like I I was I got up and I was like I little all I did was literally smiled at the at her, and then I like I started like I ran to my parents crying. <laughs> and she, I mean, she, yeah, I don't know why I did that, but yeah, my parents were yelling at her. She got in so much trouble, but yeah, man, it was just like, I mean, stupid stuff like that. I mean, we still do that to each other to this day. I mean, more me than her, but. <laughs> She's just... like growing up, got a family. You're like. Yeah, she literally grew up. Yeah, I'm still a little baby. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel yeah. that. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, I still clown around. I, honestly, when I was a kid, we'd go to the, my mom and I would go to like the store. We had Walmart or whatever. And I would just be like, mom, 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 mom. And she's like, ever, you got to stop. Stop. Right. And so now, even to this day, man, we'll go to the store. I'll just be, like, tapping her elbow while she's pushing the car. I'll, like, put my foot in front of the car so it'll bump into it. And, like, <laughs> she just, like, she'll just look at me and just be like, are you still like this? I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, she, she doesn't find it funny at all. And I just, like, bust out laughing. And it's, like, that makes her more mad. And, like, not, like, cute yeah. mad. Like, she's just mad, mad. <laughs> Angry. Yeah. No, I, I hear that, bro. I hear that. But it's good for me, man. It makes me laugh, so. That's it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all that matters, man. That's cool. So. Uh, yeah, man. So, dude, I think uh, we've been talking for an hour, man. Um, it it kind of went by quick, didn't it? Yeah, it did, but I didn't realize it was an hour, honestly. <laughs> I know, right? So, let me, uh, I'll ask you the wrap-up questions, and then we'll, uh, we'll get you out of here, man. Okay. 
All right. So I ask these to every single guest and basically, you know, you take your time, fill it out as much as you want and we'll go from there. So mm-hmm. first question is, has medical school been what you expected? Um, it has, I mean, for the most part, honestly, like I, I knew coming in, it was going to be difficult. I knew that there was going to be a lot of challenges and I need to, you know, really do my best to adapt and make sure I'm getting my work done. Um, but I mean, honestly, the, for the most part, in terms of like what I expect, like I expected to be very, very difficult and, and it has not let up. <laughs> so, you know, at least for the first, yeah, first couple of years, but I mean, you know, it's third year starting in, you know, next week, um, it's definitely going to bring new challenges and, you know, I'm definitely going to be working as hard as I've ever worked, you know, before, but I mean, I, you know, all these challenges are definitely going to make me a better, you know, not just a better person, really. It's just like, just, or excuse me, it would be going to make me a better clinician, but just a better human being and just really being able to interact with other people and just, you know, having the personality that really goes with being um, a physician, honestly. That's a good answer, man. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And I think you're going to do great third year, man, based on what we've already talked about. Thanks, so Appreciate that. Yeah, man. So second question is, what are keys to success in medical school? Keys to success in medical school. So I think personally, um, having some kind of routine, you know, whether it's, you know, being able to, you know, I guess, if your schedule, you know, you know, you have lab or you have, you have lecture from eight to 11 and then your lab in the afternoon, you know, having some kind of schedule like, Hey, okay. Like, I know I have these blocked off times, you know, being able to, you know, have some kind of schedule and stick to it or have some kind of just fluid schedule. Because I mean, things are going to change day to day, you know, something might come up and just not being so upset with yourself. If you don't get to do, you know, something on your schedule, you know, and having those buffer days, like for me, like, my Saturdays were buffer days. Like if I had something come up or if I needed to do, um, what's it called? If I needed to do something that, you know, randomly came up after some period of time, you know, Saturdays are my days to really catch up. Um, so that that's, you know, one thing for me. Um, another thing, I mean, just honestly staying in your own lane, that's like, you know, it's very easy to compare yourself to a lot of people in medical school. I mean, you're in a environment with all these intelligent people all these different backgrounds and sometimes you want to you don't want to come up like you don't belong and stuff like that and i I mean i always have imposter syndrome you know i always feel like i don't belong and stuff like that but you know just think about it's like you know you the medical school you're at what isn't going to choose you to be a medical school at that program if they didn't think you'd succeed and your uniqueness and individuality makes you a good enough person that they want to be at your school. So, you know, being who you are as a person is unique enough for you to be like, okay, like, hey, like, I don't need to be the smartest person, but I'm unique in this way and I can succeed even though I might not be the smartest person. Um, and I've, I've kept that mentality for myself. I mean, because I, I mean, I know there's so many people that are more intelligent and do have better grades, a lot of stuff, but I mean, I still do well and I, I still am myself. So I don't have to be anything that I'm not. So, I think for people listening, just making sure that you are your own person and just sticking to you being your own person. I mean, because, you know, we all want to be social. We all want to be, you know, whoever we want to be, but just not changing just to fit into something else that you're not. Absolutely, man. Respect that. And the next question is, so you're, you know, a third year now, large and in charge, you know, <laughs> calling the sh- calling the shots. What was your advice to those coming up, maybe a first or second year, or even a pre med, still trying to get into med school? 
Yeah, so uh, I'll start with the pre-med. So pre-med, for example, you need people around you that are going to support you and your vision, right? I had a lot of people tell me, you know, I wouldn't get into medical school, shouldn't apply, or my grades aren't good, my MCAT's not high enough, all these different things, right? And it just comes to a destructive and not more um, helpful banner. You don't want people that's going to really, you know, um, make you feel worse. Even if you don't feel like you have the best MCAT, you don't feel like you have the best GPA. Okay, I never, I didn't, right? But I, you know, you find people. It's like, hey, okay, like you know, you might not have the best GPA, MCAT, whatever the case is. But hey, how are we gonna fix that? You know, so finding people who are gonna support your vision, support you as a person, and help you succeed to the next level. You really want to hold on to those kind of people. Um, for first years coming in now, uh, well. Welcome to medical school, first off. Second of all, it's going to be a lot of work, you know, not really going to downplay that because it really is a transition of, you know, from being a pre-med student to, to a medical student. You know, there's a lot of things that they do expect, especially in terms of like understanding material for your exams, you know, and honestly, trial and error is going to be your best friend, especially the first few exams and really trying to adjust as best as you possibly can. You know, everybody is going to feel that they do not belong, everybody's gonna have problems adjusting. So if people said that they're not, more than likely they're not telling the truth because everybody has some kind of realization or you know, or understanding that they need to do something different for them to succeed. Some people, you know, it's quicker than others. It took me almost a year <laughs> to get into a good groove. So, you know, don't don't feel uh, bad if you don't get into a groove immediately. Because as I said, trial and error is gonna be your best friend. And once you get into a groove, you're just gonna take off. Um, for second years, you know, your boards are coming up. I mean, if you're a year out, I mean, you have, you have some time, but definitely, you know, start to talk to your advisor and have some kind of plan moving forward for boards. You don't want to, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, say that you can take four weeks to just four weeks to study for boards. Some people can do it. Majority of people, four weeks is not going to be enough time. It was not enough time for me. So I didn't. Um, I, I mean, I started studying probably in like, like really studying in like January and I took mine in June. Uh, I wasn't going like crazy in January, but I was still getting, you know, a few hours in every single night. But in, I mean, you really start to ramp it up like a couple, couple months out from your exam. I mean, once you're in dedicated, like, I mean, it's like, you know, you are pedaled, you know, to the floor kind of thing and, and doing what you can to really get the practice questions in, understand the content and really get in the flow of how they're asking questions. Um, so it's really never too early to really have some kind of game plan. Um, and, you know, don't feel bad if, you know, you feel like, hey, like, I want to just, you know, if you feel like you need, if you're that kind of student that you need, like, to start studying in November, like, an hour a day, do that. Like, don't make, don't have people make you feel bad. Don't, you know, people are like, oh, you're a gunner, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you feel like that, you need to do that, do that. I mean, everybody's different. So don't let people clown on you and make you, make you feel bad. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. Mean, boards yeah. Aren't, yeah, yeah. I mean, boards aren't everything. They're, I mean, they're definitely a, a piece of your application. Um, but, you know, even if you don't have the best board scores, I mean, you can still, you know, um, there's other aspects. I mean, everybody says this to you. You know, there's other aspects of your application that definitely will speak highly. Um, connections are another big thing. I feel like, you know, for me personally, I feel like connections have definitely um, opened doors and, you know, definitely helped me out. You know, not even medical school, but just, you know, career-wise later on and, you know, I think that's definitely an invaluable tool that, you know, it'll, it, it definitely will get you into, um, or open up some kind of opportunity for you. So I think, you know, reaching out to people, if you want to hear about, you know, their story or, 
you know, if there's something you're interested in, you know, career-wise, like just, you know, be like, hey, I'm, you know, so-and-so, I'm a medical student. I see you're doing X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, do you have time to chat? You know, something as simple as that. Not everybody's going to email you back or want to talk to you, and that's fine. But you just need one person to be like, hey, yeah, let's chat. Like, I'd, I'd love to, to talk to you and give back. Um, and so, I mean, just, being, you know, do what, you know, staying sane second year. You know, it's definitely going to be stressful with boards and stuff. But, you know, having some kind of outlet with, you know, whatever, whatever that is for you. You know, figuring out something that's going to keep your mental health in check and make sure you are getting the stuff done, but also you're taking time for yourself. So don't neglect that. Yeah, man. And to go to one of the things you said, too, is like everyone's struggling. Everyone struggles to a different yeah. degree, but and other people Definitely. put on more than others. But everyone's got their own struggle, man. So don't for don't sure. be fooled. The imposter syndrome wow. still carries, but everyone's got their own grind to, to get yep. through. So, yep, absolutely. So, man, the last question is, if you woke up tomorrow and you were 10 years old and you had to do everything mm. over again to get back to where you were today, would you do it all mm. over again? Would I do it? Yeah, 100%. No, I definitely would. Yeah. And just, I was like, oh, medical school sucks, blah, blah, But, like, I really <laughs> can't see myself. Yeah, I really can't see myself doing anything else that would make me this happy. You know? That's, that's so that's funny. That's the yeah. That's so funny. Like every day, I, I used to be the same. Man, I'm so done with this. Man, this is why did right. I do this? Oh man, it was. Fun. And exactly. then now I'm like, I'm glad I'm gone. I'm, I'm through it. Even residency is right. tough already. But you know, it's just it's uh it's fun. Even even with the, the tough days, it's still fun. So you're absolutely right, man. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, shoot, man. That's all I had for for you, man. You got anything you want to share what? or any questions for me? Oh uh, no, no. I really do appreciate you letting me. Uh, you know be on your podcast and talk about myself and you know just you know give listeners a different taste of how medical school is so yeah man it was fun dude i really appreciate you coming on and i know you're kind of busy you're you're gonna be busy this time next week so <laughs> that's yeah. uh that's good man i'd love to have you on again you know like down the road see how oh that'd be awesome third year yeah, wins. yeah definitely. definitely maybe catch you during fourth year when you're traveling or something yeah. sweet man that'd be awesome yeah let's do that for sure absolutely my man well thank you so much for being a guest man and uh yeah, as always, man, just uh, keep in touch if you need anything along the way, man. Anything Definitely. I can do to help, let me know. I appreciate it, man. Seriously, thank you so much. Appreciate right it. on, brother. Have a good one. All right, man. You too. Thank you. That was Ruben Horace, third-year medical student. Thank you so much for tuning in. And to those in the game and those on their way up, keep grinding and don't let anyone take your dream away from you. Suffering through her failures all over again.